Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another story time. I'm going to read you another tale from Africa, written by Paul White, the Jungle Doctor. It was another day, warm day in the jungle. Down by the river, Toto the monkey was juggling a coconut. Hi, antelope, he called. I found a delicious coconut. Hippo can crack it open for us, I hope. He has the biggest jaws in the jungle. They found Hippo standing in a shallow part of the river. Hi, Hippo, called Toto. Good to see you. I don't think he heard you, said Antelope. Toto looked carefully. Maybe he's asleep. No, his eyes are open. I'll go and see what's up. Toto waded into the river. As he started to speak, Hippo looked up. Oh dear, you've spoiled it all, he grumbled. I've been standing here waiting for the water to become very still. That's what he told me to do. When the water becomes very still, you can see your face in it. Who told you? asked Toto. It was a dear old monkey, and he said, when the water is very still, look into it and you'll see your face. Toto laughed. And scare the life out of yourself. Antelope spoke up. Oh, we're sorry we disturbed the water, but why did you want to see your face? Oh, smiled Hippo. That dear old monkey said I was so handsome. Well, I wanted to see for myself how good looking I am. Where did you find that old monkey, grinned Toto. Sitting in the hot sun, he said sarcastically, which means he was being a bit unkind. Uh, no, replied Hippo, that is, he was standing on the riverbank. He couldn't get across. It's deep, you see, and he couldn't swim. He said, what a handsome hippopotamus. Toto nodded. Then he said, He could see you were not only handsome, but a good swimmer, and thoughtful as well. Hmm, yes, said Hippo. Fancy him knowing all those nice things about me, without ever seeing me before. Toto's eyes twinkled. So he said all those nice things about you? And you helped him with a ride across the river. Now I want you to help me. See this coconut? Could you please crack it open for me? Hippo started mumbling. Mumble, mumble, mumble. It was such a nice monkey. A handsome hippopotamus, he said. He was my friend. I'm your friend too, said Toto. Haven't I ever told you how handsome you are? Not ever, 
And that means never, said Hippo. Oh, I thought you knew. And I didn't want you to get be conceited. When I look into your face, I see character. I see courage. I see strength. How can you see all those things in my face? asked Hippo. I can read between the lines, laughed Toto. If you want to look at your face, said Toto, I'll bring you a mirror. If I let you see yourself, will you crack open my coconut? After I've seen myself, said Hippo. Toto set up the mirror and Hippo stared into it. Hey, what's that? What's what? asked Toto. That big fat face in the mirror, groaned Hippo. That's you, giggled Toto. Oh no, I couldn't look like that. No one could look like that. I don't look like mirrors. Hippo began to get angry. This is one of your nasty jokes, Toto. The dear old monkey said I was quite a handsome hippopotamus. What a silly idea to think I could look like that. You thought you could fool me. Now put that mirror on the ground. But why? asked Toto. You'll see. And with that, Hippo jumped on the mirror, smashing it into pieces. I don't like mirrors, shouted Hippo. But what about my coconut? asked Toto. Hippo shrugged his shoulders. If you must crack jokes, don't expect me to crack coconuts. And off he rumbled. So what's the story all about? Well, Hippo didn't like what he saw in the mirror. The mirror had shown him the truth what he was really like. What was wrong were the thoughts in his head. He didn't want to know the truth, which is why he broke the mirror. The Bible is God's wonderful mirror. If we look into it, it shows us what we're really like. It shows us all our wrongdoing and our bad things. But it also shows us how we can be forgiven these things. Best of all, it shows us Jesus. The Bible, the great mirror, it tells us how we, he lived and how he died and came back to life and how we can get to know him too. Jesus can clean away all our bad things. And when we look into the Bible mirror, we can see him in the place of our face. Make a habit of looking into it. This is the way to true happiness. The Bible tells us, if you look closely into the perfect law, that is God's law, that sets people free and keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget it but put it into practice. You will be blessed by God and in what you do. So, thank you for listening again. I'll see you next time.
Goodbye and God bless. Well, that was a fascinating story from Richard. And I wonder, how do you see yourself? Well, you'll probably say, well, I look in a mirror. No, no, that's not my question. I'm asking a bit deeper. How do you really see yourself? How do you think of yourself? I remember when Facebook came out. Yeah, I was there. And uh, we originally took selfie pictures and put them up on our site. And um, then everybody got in touch with us, and they did the same. Now it's all different. Uh, my niece, for instance, uh, well, she started with a, a picture of herself, and it was nice to see her there out in, uh, in the far end of the world. And uh, then before long, the picture had changed. There was this model on it, and perhaps not an age-appropriate one for her to have. Others people put their pet dog or a cat or a car even. My... Uh, uh, People that I know have put a Pokemon character in place or Superman. They're trying to project an image of beauty, of power, of popularity. And again, we're pretending. We all want to be something else. Perhaps we're unhappy with our own self-image. Oliver Cromwell was the Lord Protector of England for a period in the difficult times of the Civil War. And... uh, Many people would wanted to have made him king, but he refused to do so. However, they did insist that a portrait be painted of him. Now, he wasn't the prettiest of characters. Uh, he had quite a few warts on his face. And so they painted him. And when the painter had finished, he invited Cromwell to have a look at it. And the painter had very delicately removed all the warts. Cromwell stared at the picture and he shook his head. He said, that will not do. I want you to paint me like I really am, warts and all. Not many people with photoshopping would agree with that. But that's the whole thing about Hippo in our story. He had actually never seen himself as others saw him. He was anxious for a nice view on the outside. But even though Monkey actually said some very truthful things, about what was on the inside, his character and personality. But Hippo preferred flattery, and he wanted to pick and choose rather than see the truth. Many people do that today. There's a technical term for it. We call it relativism. If you're happy with it, you believe that, you carry on. There's no real certainty, no real truth in this world, no real reality. And many people feel that when they do see themselves in a mirror, as it were, in a character sketch, they're unhappy. Lord Tennyson was the poet laureate during the 19th century, and in one of his lengthy poems, he wrote these words, Ah, for a man to arise in me, that the man I am may cease to be. He wanted to be better than he knew he was. He wanted to have something beyond what he's got. Well, we've learned that the Bible is God's mirror, and it gives us the true picture of us inside. And what does it say in the Bible? Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. 
Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking, well, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But it goes on to say here, whoever looks intently into the perfect law of God that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they've heard about it, they will be blessed in what they do. And what does that Bible tell us, that mirror? It shows us like we really are. But actually shows some interesting things. The Bible clearly states, firstly, that God made us. And he loves us. He made us in a beautiful world. And every one of us is beautiful in his eyes. Each is unique. You don't have to be the same as royalty, as celebrities, or as personalities. You just be you. God made you. He knew what he was doing. But although God loves us, there's something inside us that he hates. And that, of course, is sin. We have deliberately turned away from his truth, from his word. And when we look at the mirror, we get shocked. So few people might read it these days because they're frightened to discover the truth about themselves. The Bible mirror exposes sin. But it doesn't stop there. The Bible mirror reflects what God has done in history. Something amazing that he has done about our sin. He sent Jesus to die on the cross and take the punishment for our sin, the blemishes, the warts, and all he has died for. God so loved the world uh, that he gave his one and only son. And some people take that phrase and remind one another that if you substitute for the world your own name, you're starting to get at the heart of what Jesus has done. God loves you so much that he gave his only son. That is how much he showed his love, but has taken your sin on his shoulders. If you will let him lift it off you, because the final thing this book, this mirror exposes to us, that God has called us the possibility of forgiveness, of a clean life, of service, and of eternal life, of heaven itself. We come to him by faith. We believe. Faith is taking that simple step. There was a man named Blondin, and he was a very famous tightrope walker. And to gather crowds, he did all sorts of amazing feats of stretching tightropes across different uh, gaps. And at one point, he did so across Niagara Falls. And many people came to view what he did. And he walked across. He then put a wheelbarrow across. And he took a little lady across in the wheelbarrow. And he would say to the crowd, do you believe I can do this for you? They didn't know the little lady happened to be his mother. But she got out. And he turned to a wealthy uh, English lord who was visiting and watching the spectacle. And he said, do you believe I can take somebody over? And he said, yes, I'm sure you can. So he said, all right, hop in. I think the English Lord declined, <laughs> to put it politely. In other words, he didn't have real faith that Blondin could take him across. But that's what faith is. Putting your hands into the hands of one who can take you across the chasm of sin, of hell, of eternity without God, and putting your hands into Jesus. Safekeeping. You see, we see, it says, in a mirror, a reflection 
But one day we will see Jesus face to face. We know in part, one day we will know all things when we come to him. And if we come to him, we can discover that this mirror shows us more about Jesus, our future with him than you can ever imagine. May God bless you in reading and understanding his word and coming to a living faith in him. Amen.